Greetings all. Hi. Welcome back. This is, uh, it's me. It's Jay. It's Justin. Welcome back to The Pain of Fool. Um, I don't know what episode number this is, so I'm not going to number them moving forward. Uh, this is going to be, I said, I'm a... let me just start recording and just get stuff together because I don't know. I just don't feel like being all extra formal right now. So, um, for those familiar with this background sound, you might be able to can you might be able to tell that um <laughs> i am in the process of my playstation home screen is up so this is persona 5 we're, we're starting back up again you know it's been a long time um oh hold on let me get my let me get my candle um yo <laughs> let me i'll be right back <laughs> um yeah so it's been It has been, and I, and I, by no means am I complaining. It has been a very busy time. Um, I'm cutting off all these lights. I, I just love this. Oh yes, thank. Oh, lovely. <laughs> um, it has been so busy. Let me kind of, let me move you closer to me. I know typically I'd be so like extra, you know. Oh, fix this and make sure everything's super super professional. But right now, um, I'm in a very, very, I'm just in a very kind of super relaxed space to where I just don't feel like being extra, <laughs> like extra, extra. So I might even sound a little further away. I'm about to move you closer to me. So for that, I'm going to pause it because I know that, yeah, I don't want to hear all that. I know y'all don't want to hear all that. All right. So here we are. So it is. It's like, it's almost going on 2 a.m. It's the night of, the night before, you know, the national holiday, you know. I'm not talking about that at the moment, but, um, you know, I take advantage of these times of the year whenever it's very like, you know, where there's like a national celebration or whatever is taking place going on. Uh, it just, for me, it just feels like the world is a lot more quieter and everyone's kind of focusing on something. I think it's just easier for my mind. So what I do then as I eventually, um, I, I find myself more creative around this time, these times, you know, around the, the you know, those holidays. So um, yeah, it's, I w I, I'm not gonna say it's pitch black, but I got my, I got my candle, got my, I made a nice hot cup of tea. And uh, yeah, we're gonna get back into Persona 5. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. You know, I've been, I've, been in, I've been busy in a good way, you know, with, with doing, with taking my accelerated courses. I've been, I've been taking three accelerated courses. On top of that, you know, working. Um, I honestly, right now, especially during this time, it's peak season for work. So I've been working full-time hours in the midst of doing freelance work. And, uh, you would think that, you know, being that I work from home, my full-time job, my nine to five is, is work from home, that you would think that you would have more time to, you know, kind of do whatever, kind of do whatever. And, I can't say that's the case. <laughs> I can't say that's the case, but at the same time, I'm not complaining, you know, because I asked for this, I got what I asked for, and I'm not complaining. It's just that this is, this is the time for me to finally list like, you know, ah, 
I mean, it's just a day, you know, I'm very things, nothing's really, it's just, it's just a temporary pause, you know, everything I have work due Friday and, and all that good stuff, but I just wanted to say, hey, and it's glad to be back um, with Persona 5. You know, I don't, I don't play it off of offline. I play it, whenever I play it, I'm podcasting about it because I just want you to go along with the game journey with me. So for those who are unaware of Persona 5, uh, Persona 5 is a game, well, Persona is a series. Uh, they're not in any particular order, but they all carry the same theme. They're just different characters in the games. And Persona 5 is essentially a game about um, merging with your shadow nature, discovering your shadow nature from being repressed, merging with it, and, um, you know, you're fighting crime, long story short. And you're, you're fighting in the shadow world. So here's the game is loading up. Uh, and then once everything's settled, I'm going to get into a more formal setting and then we're going to go back into how I normally do these episodes. So yeah, here's our intro music. Gosh, I missed you. Like, I missed this. I missed you and all of this. Like, mm, I missed my podcast muffins. <laughs> all right. All right. So let me... Yeah, I haven't played in a very long time. I'm only on level 12. All right, so let me um, get adjusted and I will be back. All right, so just a brief recap uh, for those who, you know, just aren't really aware of what's been going on. So I defeated the first boss named Kamashita. I defeated him in the, in the shadow world. I met some more allies. We all discovered our world. We discovered ourselves a little bit more. And after defeating him, you we find our next um like shadow kind of world at this point it's not really a monster but this world is called mementos and it's described as the collective unconsciousness of the entire uh the entire i guess you would say city of this area so in this collective unconsciousness area there is you find different you find more like minor bosses and then they're of course they're kind of like it's like a it's like a side quest area they st it still does tie into the main story um, but right now, that's where I'm at. Right now, my next mission is to prove my existence to society, uh, search for my next target, and check rumors about Matarame. Matarame is a guy who, um, who's essentially our our next uh, our next target, and um, I'm heading to Matarame's house. So, if you haven't listened to the first two episodes, please do so so that you're on you're up to date as to what's been going on. Because again, I don't think it's fair to like have to explain the whole story from the beginning. But you know. Check for the very first episode and then check for the next one. And I think there's a third one. I think, I think this might be the third one. Listen, I start to lose track of, of my own stuff. So it is what it is, but let's continue. All right, so I've arrived at Madarame's house. So um, unaware to those who are unaware, Madarame is an artist and uh, he is our next target apparently there's been a couple rumors and things stated by a couple bystanders and there's one uh, i saw this one poor guy he was like sitting in the city and he said that uh he was alluding that Matarame was a fraud so by the way this probably is going to be the one of the most interesting stories i think so far there's a couple other bosses according to um little bits i've read i haven't seen any spoilers to the game but i've read little bits that uh, there's a couple other bosses, but this guy, this main one, he's an artist. So we're going to see where this goes. 
there's been rumors that Madarame is a plagiarizing artist and he has issues with abuse. So, okay, so this is the second major boss we're getting the uh, kind of narrative of abuse. Is it true Madarame's plagiarizing stuff? He's abusing people too, yeah? Are you serious? We read about it online. Oh, the man I'm talking to right now is one of his students. He answered the door to his home. And, uh, you know, when in having this conversation, he appears to, although he appears to, to deny it, when, when we're speaking to him, he tends to kind of like, he makes little movements and he alludes that there is something kind of going on, but he's still like blatantly denying it and uh, threatening that they'll regret for even continuing to, in his mind, ridicule uh, Madarame. So Madarame answers the door and he he's very placid, very calm, even, you know, he even is polite. So it's a little, it throws everyone off. Not the, not the student, but it throws off my characters. It throws off myself and my other two allies. And um, he says, you know, just forgive them. He, you know, Madarame tells his assistant to, for, or his student to forgive us for barging in like that. And um, he leaves. And then, you, you know, Yusuke, who is the, the uh, student, he apologizes for, for getting so like defensive and things like that. And he talks about uh, a painting that uh, Madarame did that was origin. It's an original piece of work. And they're all like astonished by the work. The name of the title, the painting is titled Sayori, which I think, according to Google, says it means Lily. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I remember the name Sayori in um, the movie Memoirs of a Geisha. Uh, I, know, I remember her name went from Chio, from, which meant eternity, to Sayori. But uh, I think that symbolizes some type of uh, rebirth. However, uh, they leave his home. They're still standing across the street from his home. And then their Meta app on their phone goes off. And it indicates that there is a palace nearby. So you already know the palace indicates that there's something fishy going on. So... Uh, this points back to Madarame. So where they they left the house, they were kind of like, hey, I don't think this is the right guy. I don't think this is the right Madarame. The app goes off and what's happening is that the uh, app is beginning to pick up, it picked up words from their conversation in front of the house, and with in front of Madarame's house. So they're like, okay, well maybe there's some keywords that made this activate in the app. So they're using different words to, you know, make the app bring the shadow world up and they use the term museum and suddenly the world opens up they're they're in their costumes they're in the shadow world and everything looks grand and um here we are so we're in the next the next big boss Madarame, and it is in uh it's a museum it's so extravagant to the point that it's gaudy it's a museum right this is Madarame's? A palace is a scenery driven by desires. Just like how Kamoshida's palace was a castle. Madarame's artwork is on display at museums in reality too, though. His exhibit was popular, and people already respect him. Why would he fantasize about a museum? So we sneak inside of the museum, and the first thing upon noticing is we notice that there's a bunch of paintings on the wall. This is, again, this is in the shadow world. 
And the Shadow World paintings that are on this wall, they all have the name and ages of, so they're portraits. And they have the name and ages of, of the actual subjects along the explanation on the bottom of the paintings. So they're kind of like, what is this about? You know, this is a little creepy. <laughs> but shortly after we find that the student, uh, Yusuke, who we were talking to right before we entered the world is on one of these portraits. So it becomes even more interesting. So Anne asks the question, all of these paintings are former students. So what does this tell us about his cognition? All right, so shortly after we go into this room where there's this huge golden sculpture um, and it looks like there's like these wandering students. They're kind of, they kind of look like they're, they're sad or they're in some type of, um, you know, negative emotional state. And um, the title of it is called The Infinite Spring. And it's a piece of work that's described as a conglomerate work of art that the great director Madarame created with his own funds. These individuals must offer their ideas to the director for the rest of their lives. Otherwise, they are of no use. So then we kind of get the, we're now getting the understanding that the teacher is using the students uh, to get their ideas to create work. So the works that he creates is not of his own. So this is where we're beginning to piece together the parts of who he truly is. And what's really happening on, on behind the scenes is he's not really a, a teacher. Uh, he's just using them and he's uh, marketing the work as his own. So he's his form of abuse is through plagiarism, but not only that, but these students are also indebted to him indefinitely. So he takes the money that he gets from these works and he uses it to secure their livelihood is what the is what the text and what the conversation is saying. So we quickly leave the shadow world and we decided we're not going to go in for the kill yet because we still want to get our facts together. We want to get all the evidence together. Even though we can see everything plain as day, we still want to see how the main student Yusuke feels. So um, I'm back in the regular world and then it's back to regular missions, which would be speaking to Yusuke to see where his, uh, where he stands. So it made us, it made it easier for us to speak to Yusuke because he has a thing for my ally. Her name is Anne. You know, she's the sexy character that um, Kamashita was after as well, you know. So he wanted to paint her and he wanted her to be a model. So myself and my other and our other sidekick was like, nah, like, you know, we you're not going to go by yourself. We're going to go with you to kind of do a consult with him. So we go back to the uh, to the to his home where well the what I'm going to call Matarame's home, which is functioning as an art school. We go back to the home where we meet Matarame and Yusuke, and we go we go into an art room, an art studio space, and we learn that Yusuke wants to paint and nude, and uh, she's just like nah. But you know there was like an issue, like you know my 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 other characters, my partner was like uh you know, you are being used by your teacher, stop lying about it. And Yusuke got upset and was like, I'm going to call the police and was able to convince him to not call the police. But Yusuke said, I won't call the police under one condition. You paint, you allow me to paint you as a nude model for Madarame to list as his own artwork. So it is confirmed in the real world that 
Yusuke is using his artwork for Madarame, and it's going to be for his exhibit for Madarame's exhibit. So uh, we leave. We're like kind of like, yo, how are we going to do this? The best the best goal right now or the best plan of action is to go into the shadow world and defeat Madarame before Anne has to pose nude and have her whole body exposed, you know, to the world in her mind. And right before we we make that decision, a camera woman appears. And here's the interesting thing about her. Hey, uh, can I talk to you kids for a sec? Huh? From the looks of things, you don't seem like the ordinary stalking fans. Oh, sorry, I should have been more clear. I'm actually looking for people that know Madarame's pupils. There's this painting, Sayuri, that was supposedly stolen in the past. Uh-oh, here we go. But there's this rumor that it was taken by one of his pupils in retaliation for being abused. So it gets more interesting. So after we have that encounter with the camera woman, we go back home. Then I get a message um, on the Phantom Thieves website that there's someone else who was a former student that wants to, who had a change of heart that wants to talk about um, some artwork that Madarame stole from him. So yeah, it's, it's all coming out. It's obvious this would this would be the trajectory of the game, but um, now they ha they're getting more information to go right ahead and take the next step. However, they still want to meet with this person who is a former student to figure it all out and uh, move on to the next to the next part. So fast forwarding, I meet the student named Nakanohara, and he is his former student, Madarame's former student, who confessed. That yeah, there was some funny business going on to the point where one of the students were were abused and was dealing with so much from the teacher that they ended up committing suicide. So it is all confirmed; it's out there. He confirms all the details about Madarame, and the student, the former student, is like, "Hey, he needs a change of heart. So I'm here. Let's go." <laughs> so on to the mission, right? It begins. So I have, uh, I think, a total of 18 days before uh, the mission ends. So after meeting with everyone, we go ahead and go forward with the mission. So the funny thing is after you come back, when you come back to the Shadow World, the, the his castle, which is a very, very expensive looking elaborate art museum. Um, the first time we arrived there, there were like these security gates that were, not the security gates, but they were like these infrared, um, like laser gates that were initially green for everyone to enter without a problem like for us we were when we um infiltrated we hopped out we hopped over the roof and got in another way and uh the lasers were all they weren't up they were the machines were there but they had everyone like you could still like walk through them now upon some more information taking place in the real world when you're in this world now the, the infrared lasers are up so now there's there's a total of it was a total of three. So it's uh, six, one on the left side of the doorway, and three. I'm sorry, three on the left side of the doorway, and three on the right side of the doorway, of each room. And now where it once when it was they all were just up, they weren't up and running. Now I see that at the very top there's there's um, four of the six that are um, that are lit right now. So. The security level increased because of the rumors and the rise of the buzz in the real world. So in the shadow world, there's an increase of people not being allowed inside of his truth, 
So I thought that was dope. So I'm going to continue exploring. You know, these dungeons can be very lengthy. Kamashita's castle was pretty lengthy, and which is a good thing, you know, because I don't like really, really quick playthroughs on, on games like that. I enjoy a long playthrough. Metal Gear Solid is a very long playthrough type of game. Final Fantasy, eh, it used to be very long. For over the over the course of time, it's, it seems to have reduced in hours, but this is very lengthy and I'm gonna, you know, continue to explore the rest of the dungeon. And I know I have 18 days, so there's gonna be a lot that has to take place between now and then. So I have to leave the castle, go back to the regular world and see how the two actions in the, and how each actions take place and how they affect one another. So, um. Until next time, I'm going to be back with more information on this. But yeah, the common theme so far in the in the shadow world has, is about desires and how desires can, uh, when not uh, tempered or, you know, when when these things aren't educated, they tend to they tend to grow into something else. So it's not the matter of having desires. It's not the issue. That's not the issue. It's more so where the desire is coming from and are they are they kind of are they running your life you know are you able to temper them so and in, in this in this in this game or in this in this world it seems as though their shadow natures are taking precedence over them being balanced so they never really was able to uh, have a, a a nice interplay of them both or just having having them tempered they they're I'm meeting them in their in them starting off being very abusive and having you know, these, these weird obsessions and things like that, that I'm sure in, in thinking beyond the game, they would have developed over the years. However, it presents as these are desires and, and things that are out of balance. So we're serving to really provide balance instead of removing, removing the desire or removing the shadow as a whole, because you can't, as you know, um, in the previous episode, um, Morgana mentions that if you remove the shadow, they suffer a cognitive collapse so with us in the same sentence where you know trying to remove that shadow side of us would essentially render us dead you know so um you know again like this game is really dope and i'm going to continue on with the mission and i'm going to come back and provide updates as i go so until next time